Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 1234 at Edmonton in a uh, highly engaged day in the province of Alberta. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer joining you from St. Paul, Minnesota. Let's go to an Ashley Fine Floors text just before we bring aboard Mark Spector. This text says, out of Red Earth, Alberta, the only light keeping me from Alberta depression today is my Edmonton Oilers killing it so far this year. Again, you can text us at 6 And Craig says out of Edmonton, Bob, don't worry about the post-election blues in Edmonton. The orders are a great diversion. As long as we can beat Montreal and Toronto, everybody will be okay. And GM Parisian says, hey, Bob, serious question. Is Leon Dreisaitl, the best player in the known universe, not named Connor McDavid? Is there anybody currently in the NHL you would trade him for, given the opportunity? That is a great, great question. Again, you can text us at 630-630. There uh, we go. We bring aboard Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec, Spector and Stoffer for the horses, live standard bread racing, Friday nights, Sunday days, out at Century Mile. You know, some guys last night on their phone were following the election, and other guys were staying thoroughly engrossed in the New England Patriots up by about 33 points in the New York Jets in the fourth quarter. Uh, it is what it is. Hey, Speck, how are you? Kind of funny. It's it's like you knew the, the Blues would probably win Alberta, and you sure for sure knew that the Patriots would beat the heck out of the Jets. <laughs> Wasn't a lot of drama in either of those uh, events, I'm afraid. Are we going to have to start pumping up some footballs or deflating some footballs or having some sort of deflate gate? Because right now I think there's some deflated Albertans out there. Well, you know what? I mean, let's, let's stay in our lane on sports here. Everyone hates the Patriots. Like, everyone's sick of the Patriots being in every Super Bowl. But guess what? Get better, right? There's one answer. Beat them. You know, they're not, I mean, mm-hmm. people say, oh, they get calls and blah, blah, blah. They're just better than everyone else. And they're better because they're the better from top to bottom. So I don't like them either. I hate watching them all the time. I eat everybody for fun. But there is a solution to this, Bob. Someone else has to get a team that's just as good as them. No one can just manage to pull that off yet. Mark, we can have a little bit of fun right now because our texters are going back and forth on whether, because you know me, I had to at least have a little bit of commentary, especially as we sat there and explained to a couple people that Atlantic Canada of 2.3 million people had 32 seats and Alberta with 4.3 million has 34 seats. Do we need electoral Actually, let's ask the te- Texas at 630, 630. Do we need electoral reform in this country, Mark? Well, you can bite around the edges on those things, and I get your numbers, and I think that's worthy of some level of discussion. Fair. But the same way we get, you know, we get the Maple Leafs every Saturday night for a simple reason. Everybody lives there, right? You can electoral reform all you want. Quebec and Ontario are still going to have the lion's share of seats and the lion's share of say, and 
there is no amount of electoral reform that's going to change that, Bob. All right, let's uh, switch to another conversation point uh, that people were asking about. Craig Button from TSN saying yesterday on uh, TSN Radio on the TSN shows that, uh, you know, p- people in Toronto all the time, Austin Matthews is right there with Connor McDavid, and Craig Button is saying uh, that he's not even there with uh, Leon Drysettle. So somebody texts in, is Leon, would you trade Leon Drysettle right now for any other player in the league? So, Mark, have at it. Oh, man, that's a good question, you know. And and it, it's a really active poll. Like, if you put that poll question out there. Uh, you know, the thing about, we were talking earlier on this morning, because, of course, uh, on Thursday is the battle of the only 250-goal scorers from last season, uh, you know, Vetchkin and Dreisel. Right. And, you know, we got to talking about scoring and how you score. And, you know, and, and as he said, uh, he he wasn't taking any shots at Ovechkin. Don't take this the wrong way. But he said, Ovechkin's just a pure scorer. He leaves the bench to score. He shoots, leads, you know, near the top of the league every year in shots because he scores. He is a, a true, pure goal scorer. I'm not even sure I'd call Leon a shoot-first guy, right? Is Leon Dreisaitl a shoot-first player? I'm not sure that he is. Like, I think he likes to pass it more. And he still scores 50, so scored 50. So... You know what? Like, is he a bet? I'll ask you this, Bob: Is Leon Drysaitel a better goal scorer or better assist man? What do you think? You know, it's interesting um, because when you watch that game against Winnipeg, and we went to the shootout. Now, remember, Drysaitel is always the third guy that shoots for Edmonton, but the Jets have three guys that can flat out shoot the pill and love to shoot the puck: Liney, Shifley, and Kyle Connor. And I don't even know if if Leon's inherent uh, primary focus would be to shoot the puck the way... Like, those guys want to shoot it. Leon loves making plays. And, I mean, the Oilers have three primary playmakers on their team, McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins. And I look at how that game started, and the Oilers had an opportunity off a rush with McDavid and Dreisaitl basically on a, a two-on-one. And Leon's, uh, Leon was surprised by Connor giving them the puck back. Leon left it hot, right in the high slot for Connor to rip one. And you know that it's a different game if they score there. So I, I yes. think I do think Leon Spec. I'm a I'm a little biased on this issue, just like I'm biased in my support for Albertans. Okay, and you know, I, and and caring about. Edmonton as a market and caring about Edmonton sports teams, you know, the Oilers, the Eskimos, the Oil Kings, the Golden Bears. I, I am biased on this issue when it comes to Leon. Like, I think Leon right now is a top five player in the world, especially when you factor in the penalty killing ability. Uh, and I'd be hard pressed at the price point at 8.5 million. You know, that to me would be difficult to, to trade. Like, how, how would you do it? You know? Oh my goodness. Are you kidding? No, you. <laughs> No, I, when you throw the contract in on Leon Dreisaitl, uh now, I mean, if the topic is who gives you the most bang for the buck in the entire National Hockey League, you know, you're going to come up with a couple of names. One of them's going to be Shifley, and one of them's for sure going to be Leon Dreisaitl's right there in that conversation. There's absolutely no question. Uh, I was just looking at shots on goal last year. Leon Dreisaitl only had 231 shots on goal last year, right? The leaders, Nathan McKinnon, at 365. Like, he's not even... uh, 231 puts him... There he is. 35th in the league in shots on goal last year and one of only two 50-goal scorers. 
So let's see if that becomes uh, that's a 21.6 shooting percentage. Let's see if that's, you know, that's pretty high shooting percentage, Bob. I'm going to say that. Not many guys sit over 20 for very long. But uh, he can pass it and he can shoot it. He can play for my team any day, like I like to say. All right, out of Drayton Valley, fine community. Uh, it says this text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. If McDavid had the puck in overtime versus the Jets, Leon would have scored on both of those chances. There you go. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. Somebody, so, somebody is saying the only player I would trade dry settle for right now is Nikita Kucherov. Um, Prov has said the only guy I trade Leon for is Nathan McKinnon. And we're getting about 10 to 1 texts on electoral reform as we are on to the Congress. This is a little bit of a test that we're doing here as well, just so everybody knows. You can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Leon Drysaddle, where is he in the league? Is he a top five player? I'd say he's a top five player right now for me, Spec, especially when you consider that the Oilers' penalty killing is number three, and he is on that penalty. they got the number one ranked power play in the league. The number, You know what? It might be a tough day for a lot, a bitter pill for a lot of Albertans to swallow when 69% of them vote for the uh, Conservatives in the federal election and the Conservatives lose the, uh, lose the election, even though Trudeau lost seats. But, Mark, if you're an Oilers fan, it's a good time. Number one in the league on the power play at 38.5%, number three in the PK at 90.3%, number five in goals against, and tied for the best save percentage in the, in, in, or best, uh, the best winning percentage in the NHL, 833. I mean, these are heady times for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. Well, everything's going right. You know, that's great. And and listen, people are going to say, look, the shooting percentage is going to come down. One of your goal is going to have a bad start. All those things are eventually going to happen for sure. But this, the point I would make to you is they've just played nine games out of 18 points. They've secured 15 of them. So while they're hot, they're collecting almost every single point. When when the shooting percentage goes down, we'll worry about that at that point. Uh, you know, I could point to a couple things that aren't happening. They're dressing a bottom six tonight that doesn't have a goal yet. I think that in that group, someone's going to score some goals, Bob. There's got to be some goals coming from that group. Uh, Connor McDavid is just, he's only once in his career gone three goal, uh, three games without a point. Well, he's on a two-game pointless streak right now. So, you know, the law of averages says there's a point or two in Connor McDavid tonight. So, you know what? They're not going to clip along at 8.33 all season. But uh, you sure can't complain with the – there's a lot of boxes here that were, you know, we're, that were sitting open that we were wondering if the orders would check when this season started. And right now they've checked a fair few of them off. We got some great textures to the show, Spec. I'm going to blast through five or six. You're going to laugh. Uh, keep Dreisaitl too skilled and on too many levels to match anyone. Electoral reform, absolutely essential to keep Canada whole. This text comes in out of Edmonton. Miko Koskinen wants electrical reform, even though he's a Finn. Uh, Biff says, Bob, considering players' ages and contract value and term, there isn't one player in the league I'd trade Dreisaitl for. The Taper says, Bob, I would trade Dreisaitl for Justin Trudeau. Then I'd put him on waivers to get rid of them. Uh, this text says, point is better than Kucherov. And when you talk to people in that organization, uh, 
when you talk to people in that organization, they will tell you that the driver on that team is Braden Point. Uh, another text comes in saying, uh, Connor McDavid wants electoral reform. This text, Derek out of Barhead says, only an idiot would trade Leon for anybody right now. Factor in numbers, cap hit age upside, and it's easy. But we thought voting was easy too. I love it. It's, it's fun. It's fun sort of merging everything together here, but it is an interesting time. And Button knows how to, you know, in the Toronto market, like, Every year, Austin Matthews has gotten off to a hot start, and he's done it again this year. Spec. He's played ten games. He's I think he's got nine goals, or he's played nine games, and he's got eight goals. I'll have, maybe I'll have to check it, but uh, we know James Neal has nine. We know that uh, Pasternak has nine as well. Uh, but every year he gets off to a hot start. For the last three years, it's is he right there with Connor McDavid? And I I I think when you're talking an all around player, I don't think at this. With all due respect to Austin, who may turn out long term to be better. I don't think he's on McDavid on on the level of Leon Drysaddle. Like Drysaddle, Drysaddle, just so the fans are aware, he's playing twenty four oh seven per game. McDavid's playing twenty two minutes per game. That difference is primarily on the PK. Again, a penalty killing unit. That's a big part of the Oilers' turnaround this year. Spec. And Matthews is playing nineteen twenty five. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure how you want to justify all of that. I think the Oilers, for instance, on the power play unit, Bob, uh, I'm not sure what the Leafs are doing, but I know that the Oilers really only have one power play unit. They do have two, but the other, the second one gets about 20 seconds. <laughs> you know, it's a lopsided power play. These guys, Dave Tippett just leaves them out there. So there's an extra few seconds there. Uh, clearly, you know, we've watched Leon Dreisaitl you know, become uh, more quickly become a face-off man uh, compared to Connor McDavid, right? He's taken more of the draws. He's taken defense his own draws. That's why he gets some time on the PK. He's just an all-around player. And, and you know, you, I'll tell you, like, that the guy that does so many things, just is, the the total adds up to more than the sum of the parts, you know. Drysaddle's becoming a player here that, you know, again, I'm not sure if I'd call him a shooter ahead of a, a passer. He does both so well. He he mixed. He's found that way to play great with Connor McDavid. It's not always easy to do. Ask Sid Crosby how it's been for all the wingers he's run through trying to find the right guy to play with him. It's it's been an ongoing process Sid's whole career. Uh, Drysdale's got a lot of things working for him: size, strength, face-off ability. It's all there, man. He is a complete player at eight and a half. I don't see how anyone would ever entertain moving that player. You're not going to you're going to get a tie at best. Uh, that's a deal you're just begging to lose if you ever made it. Here we go. Uh, who would you move? Mean Gene says, Drysaddle one for one for Sidney Crosby. Only other complete player and leader in the league. Crosby has cups. Drysaddle will have cups. Mean Gene, I hope you're right. Uh <laughs> I voted conservative, but I think Trudeau will focus on prairie provinces. He's as big a fool as Peter Shirelli if he doesn't for Mean Gene. Well, the irony of that, of course, is Peter Shirelli is from a prominent liberal family in Ottawa. Again, you can text us. And by the way, uh, comparing Matthews to McDavid, says Stan, is like comparing Dominique Wilkins to Michael Jordan. You do know who Wilkins is. My point exactly. Matthews is good, but can't put on dry saddle shoes. Don't even 
think about McDavid. Hey, we used to call Reed Wilkins like Dominique back in the day. So absolutely. Who would forget that former Atlanta Hawks star? Mark Spector is joining us. It's 1249 at Edmonton. We're in lovely St. Paul, Minnesota. Bill Guerin's coming up at 105. We'll talk a bit about the Wild and a bit about how Holland and Tippett have contributed to the Oilers' turnaround as well. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Uh, Edmonton and Minnesota tonight. They return home Thursday. There are tickets available. It's Thirsty Thursday. It's part of the Oilers' weekend advantage at Rogers Place. Uh, not only a great matchup between the Oilers and the Capitals, but fans 18 and older are able to purchase a cold 355 milliliter can of Molson Canadian and Coors Light for only 5 bucks until the end of the first intermission. Puck drops at 6. The doors open. Sorry, puck drops at 7. Doors open at 6. Tickets available at edmontonoilers.com slash tickets. You can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll also tell you that guests on this show receive guest certificates too. Roos Chris. Follow the sizzle to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's Alberta's own Roos Chris at 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers now sent you. We bring back aboard Mark Spector, Spector and Stoffer for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Live racing Friday nights and Sunday days, standard bid style out at Century Mile. All right, Spec. So uh, we've got the Oilers and the uh, Minnesota Wild. We're getting people texting the show at 6.30, 6.30 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, and they're saying, hey, Bob, uh, Ken Holland has to trade yes to pull Yarvey for a third-line center. Easier said than done, right, Spec? Yeah, it's very much easier said than done. The right third-line center, uh, the guy you really want, you know, you want to I mean, I wish I had a name for it. You know, I don't mind the Erickson Eck kid here that's hurt. Um, you want that guy that plays the way Manny Mahotra used to play, you know, that wins the key face-offs, that can check a little, that's got some offensive creativity. That guy doesn't just land in your lap, and he certainly doesn't land in your lap for an unproven NHL player. Uh, you know, I'll, give you, I'll give you a guy out of, out of Ottawa I'd like to get. Mm-hmm. Pajot? Pajot. Yep. Sure. You got to get him to sign because you're giving up Paul Yarvey. But I don't know if, and I don't know if Pierre Dorian would do that because Pajot's an Ottawa kid. But there's a guy who's a right shot center that's good in the face off circle, good penalty killer, clutch player in the playoffs. That's the guy. Sure. That's, well, that could be the guy. And that, you're not getting that guy for Paul Yarvey, I'll tell you right now. So, um, you know, you, Paul Yarvey could well be part of a deal. There's no question. Could be part of a deal that lands this third-line center. I'm going to say the timing isn't great, Bob, and here's why. Uh, if Paul Yarvey isn't back in the league by December 15th, he doesn't play this season. Uh, yep. The type the type of deal, let's just use Pajo for the conversation. Ottawa's not giving you Pajo before December 15th. If they were ever to move right. him for a package of future things, they would be moving him closer to the deadline. I guess you could say, we'll trade you Pugliarvi's rights, even though he can't play for you this year. You could do that. But I don't think the timing with Pugliarvi and the trade deadline, they don't jive real well. Completely fair perspective, Spec. Completely fair. All right, quick hitters. Speaking of Ken Holland and Dave Tippett, what factors have they played in the Oilers' start to the season? Well, I think Ken Holland went out and got some useful bottom six players. Right, 
for Dave Tippett. And Dave Tippett is the kind of guy that takes those useful bottom six players and turns them into a tight defensive group. I'd like to see a little scoring out of that bottom six at some point. But the upgrade this year is the bottom six isn't pulling the puck out of their net the way they did in Edmonton last year. And then Ken Holland made a couple of really good gambles that so far are awesome. You know, he went out and got Mike Smith, and Mike Smith has been every bit as good as you could ever have hoped for. And he pulled off the Neil Lucic trade, and right now that's there hasn't been a more lopsided trade in this town for a long, long time. So both guys are doing what they got paid here to, to come here and do, Bob. All right, Mark, one final question for you again. Spectre and Stopper brought to you by the Horses, Horse Racing Alberta, live standard bird racing Friday nights, Sunday days out at Century Mile. Here we go. Bill Guerin, former winner, loved playing in Edmonton. We're going to hear from him coming up just after uh, the 1 o'clock news. Uh, in a minute or less, how significant of a challenge does he have to deal with here? Well, a big one, but I, he's a smart guy, and he knows that it's not, you know, you don't, he's bit off a big bite. I had a chance to have breakfast with Billy this morning, and I think the, the line that, I, that tells the story most succinctly was, he says, they never give you the keys to a Porsche. And what he's saying is, the re, you know, the reason there's a GM job open in a town is because the team is sputtering along, right? So he takes over this team. He knows there's lots of work. But, you know, this is a guy that played nine, for nine NHL organizations. He played for Lou Lamorello. He played for Ray Shiro. He played for Glenn Sather, right? He played for, he worked at the feet of the Jimmy Rutherford. So all of these, there's a lot of smart general managers he sat across the desk from or on the bench for. And he'll put all of that together. I think they got the right guy here. Uh, they better not be in a hurry because there is no quick rebuild. I don't need to tell Oilers fans of this show that. Uh, Billy will get the job done, but it won't happen in the next year or two. How about that? Great stuff, Spec. Uh, we'll hook up on Friday. Thanks for your time. All right. See you at the rink tonight, Bobby. You bet. we got a ton of texts to get to on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Some of them quite humorous. Right now, though, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And uh, Bill Guerin coming up as well in the second hour of Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.